My, oh my, oh my. What was that that we just have sat through at Ashton Gate Stadium? Bristol City losing a miserable 1-0 to Birmingham City. Oh, our bogey team of all bogey teams. We we probably should have seen that one coming, Natalie. Yeah, we should have done. I Like, what utter hubris to say that we were going to beat them easily. Um, Did we, we ever should, say we that, though? Did we ever say that? Um, no. No. But we said no, it we maybe to have. each other. Maybe, well, yeah. And maybe in my head, I just kept saying, we'll beat them easily. Um, yeah, I was convinced we'd beat everyone this season, wasn't I? Yeah, chance that we will beat them. Caveat, though, I did say, if ever we do get beaten, it won't be necessarily the opposition that beat us. It'll be ourselves. And I think that's certainly very true of today, because... Um, it was an, a below-par performance, I think it's fair to say, from a lot of the players on the pitch. And we'll go into that in a second. But just to give you the statistics, um, or the, the key statistic, which is that Birmingham City scored in the 52nd minute Boo. from a Jade Pennock goal. Jade Pennock, a very experienced Birmingham City player, 29 years of age, um, birthdays in January, which makes her a Capricorn. Wow. That's great, isn't it? Happy birthday to you, Jade Pennock, in January when it happens. Sorry, yeah. just just looked that up for, yeah. for some reason that she's a Capricorn. But okay, do you know? Do you know anything else interesting about her? Um, not really. Um, but you know, apart from her being an absolute pain, pain, pain in the pain in the backside. pain in the proverbial today. Yeah. Um, but a, um, a weirdly carbon copy goal almost. To the, the Southampton, Southampton goal. goal, at least a across to the far right post that was then placed very confidently into the the far left corner. Yeah, absolutely. Past a hapless Fran Bentley. Yeah, no, it was you're right. It was a very similar goal, and it happened a few minutes later than the Southampton goal, but it was the same kind of thing, wasn't it? Like early in the second half, really annoying. Yeah, <laughs> same same feeling. Yeah, um, probably worse actually. Yeah. I think I felt worse about this. Okay. Okay. So just just saying. Yeah. Um, so just to give you the introductions, my name is DM Withers. I'm Nat Brown. And this is the Bristol City Vixen Cast, a podcast all about Bristol City Women FC. AKA the Vixens. AKA the Vixens. Also the Reds. Or the some people corporate call them the Robins. The Robins. But nobody yes. really does, do they? Well, I don't Who's know. Who's ever called themselves a Robin? I don't know, just maybe a Robin. Maybe a Robin calls himself a Robin. Actual Robins. Yes, yeah. Robins probably call themselves Robins. They're nice, but, aren't they? So you're you're in a bad mood, I can tell. Yeah. A bit, a bit grousy. A bit grousy. A bit grumpy. But um, I'm not yeah. as grumpy. Well, you, you know walk what? the dog. That, you managed to is, stomp it off. I did. I stomped it off. I went for a walk um, around the block with the dog after the match and you stayed in the kitchen making I mashed, my dinner. mashed some potatoes and let me tell you, I let them have it. Oh, they, they were lovely they and were smooth. They were really good, weren't they? Yeah. Lovely and smooth. But nobody wants to hear about that, do they? But We'll <laughs> save that for what did you have for dinner podcast? Yes. Or what's for tomorrow's dinner? Is it too early to ask? <laughs> uh, it's a common <laughs> conversation in our house. So, yeah, let's, let's get into it. I think it's fair to say today we were... Birmingham, yeah, we totally got Birmingham by um, by Birmingham, and not just by Birmingham, by 
blooming Joe Potter. Joe Potter's Birmingham. Joe Potter, there she was on the sideline, standing there like a pantomime villain, overseeing this horrendous display of of, of Birmingham, of excellent, like Birmingham. I mean, that was classic Birmingham, wasn't it? It was Birmingham being Birmingham. It was like everybody, everybody in that team had, had, had kind of become Joe Potter. It yeah. was, it was so. I mean, can I just caveat here? I, I really hate Joe Potter, but I also really love her because she was like when she, when she was a player, she was just the most horrible player. She, she was the kind of player that you, you would just not want to play against and we we always hated her we all sort of booed her and we actually booed her she was a proper pantomime villain for us but the thing i like about jay potter is she would do something really awful and we boo and then eventually she'd look over and smile it was it was and then we'd smile back and we're just like ultimate respect so yeah so i say all these things with you know i do actually like going back over the years like birmingham have been a team that I've really struggled with and and because we always used to lose against them and we're losing against them today and um I do have immense respect for them and and I'm actually because I walked the dog I'm you know I found a a place in my heart that was was pleased for the Birmingham sport especially Craig lovely to meet Craig Hadley today is that the first time you met him in person it's the first time I've ever met Craig Hadley um wow in person in the flesh because I, I spent a lot of time looking at him on a screen and um yeah what a lovely a lovely man he's and a lovely man it was and you know if craig's happy then a part of us is definitely but a small part the, you know the left the left finger yeah um fair enough well done they've had a torrid time the left finger the left, the, the fi- left baby like, finger like you have one finger on your left <laughs> hand le- yeah it's my left finger your left and most finger <laughs> It's my, my, my pinky finger is, is happy for Craig and all the other Birmingham fans because last year in the WSL was rubbish for them. They they essentially had the season that Bristol had a few seasons before, just losing all the time and it being horrible. But so I am I I am happy for them on some level, but and Birmingham and I do recognise that Birmingham played very well today, um, in that very gruesome Joe Potter esque style. They they didn't give us any space. They were probably, would you say they were the best team that we played this season, Nat? Yeah, absolutely. They um, yeah they were the best team we've played because other teams have stopped us playing uh, or tried to stop us playing and disrupt us. Like I'd say Charlton were, were disruptors, and um, other teams have had some attacking prowess, like maybe Southampton. And uh, at times, Palace have looked like they could score. But I don't think any teams really had um, so much disruptive capability across their entire team. They just stopped and stopped and stopped us. And they looked quite dangerous. I'm I'm surprised that nobody scored in the first half. Yeah, and I mean, to be fair, you know, looking back on it, they, they probably deserved that. That one nil win. I don't. It's hard to say. I Do, think they were better than us. They, they were totally, better. They across totally, the pitch. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the first time I could say that. Mm. Like, like the Southampton game, we should have won it because we were miles on top of them in the first half, and then it was about even Stevens in the second half. So yeah. we should have won it. No team. I've I've not been kind of impressed particularly by any team, but Birmingham kind of they were like. They, they had like a plan. Pl- they were a championship team, weren't they? Yeah. They were like they did that thing that like Durham do, mm. which is just or be Durham like, used to do. Durham used to do, which is like incredibly tough. Like Ugh. you can't go in the air. 
they won everything they won as a cross didn't they they won absolutely everything they were solid they were massive they had um they won things so if they were playing the ball up front they would win it if we were playing the ball up front they would win it they just managed to step in front of us they were like they were they were a step ahead of us yeah, and they look sharper. We we we've not been that. We've not been like that all season. They they mm. won things like when the ball bounced, when there was a second ball, when there was a 50-50, it was them. Totally. All the way like, through. Like all the whole the way game. Through. There I was didn't... a few moments maybe towards the end we did start building more and more momentum. Yeah. I th- I I do feel like we did, but then we I think we kind of like did waste opportunities as well. I think we kind of Oh yeah. We, we panicked <clears throat> and we didn't trust that we would win it. And I, that was a mm. bit different to usual because I think we've always trusted that someone would do something to win it. Yeah, they definitely they kind of put panicked us, a bit. They put us off of, off our stride without a shadow of a doubt, and I think they did that by just neutralising every kind of threat and control points that we've previously had the whole season. Like Simon and Palmer just looked like, you know, wusses. Actually, just they were. They looked completely... They were often, like, pushed off the ball. They were pushed off the ball by Christy Murray, who is an absolute monster, it has to be said. Yeah, she was amazing. And she was kind of... Well, she was she was the one really in charge of it all, wasn't she? Yeah, she was... I mean, she really was good. I mean, they were all good. It was a fantastic performance from Birmingham. And um, they they just... Yeah, they muscled us off, off, the, off the ball all the time. We looked... For the first time, I think, this season, we looked quite, quite weak. And... Um, yeah, easy to push off the ball. I think we've done a good job this season of of looking stronger and playing stronger. In in fact, that this performance today reminded me of like some of our worst performance performances last year, and it just reminded me of you know a kind of classic Bristol City side, which can be a bit a bit rubbish at times and and a bit disappointing. Um, we looked we looked like a, a Brist- we we haven't been looking like Bristol City. Um, this season when we've been playing well we've been looking just far too good yeah Um, so we we've looked and it was like it was like a kind of return a return to the old way of doing things because we were losing to Birmingham at home yeah again in a miserable wretched way yeah um yeah it was just yeah it was just a bit of a weird day at the office wasn't it for, Mm. for so many people mind you saying that like Ella Powell was brilliant Ella, um, Ella it, May it, Florence Powell, I'll have you know, um, who was... So I've been looking up players' full names. Well, no, it was just on Google. They any, had the, any more surprises for me? Um, no, that was the one the one thing, because they, um, on Google, they, they put E E-M-F, um, and I was just like, well, Ella, Ella M-F. Ella M-F, Ella... Mother Powell. Right. Um, Sanjay the cat. There he goes. Nothing bad happened, um, but and then on the other um, website it says Ella May Florence Powell, which is a lovely name, isn't it? Ella May Florence Powell, Ellie Mal, Ellie Mal, Ellie May, Ellie Mal. So, but yeah, one of the there, it was quite an iffy day for many people. I think everybody had an off day. I'd say this season most people have been quite consistently high performing throughout the team, and some people have been playing very very well and some people have been like about eight out of ten most of the time and then you know other people have been 11 out of 10 yeah doing brilliant but today there was i'd say it was probably about three three players who looked who looked on their game today and or even two leah cataldo ella powell yeah 
really like pretty much who were really who 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 really stood out as as playing. I think Shania well. Hales played really well in the first half. Actually, yes, she did. Um, she was making mischief, but everyone, yeah, I don't know. It was just, um, yeah, I don't know. Our back line didn't look very solid. They looked really like shaky, and mm. our midfielders, who usually just control absolutely everything, just didn't look like they were capable of doing it today. Yeah, it was really weird. Um, yeah, I think it's probably the best midfield we've played against. Mm-hmm. They were really strong. They won everything. They they were playing really close to one another. I think they might have been playing the same formation as us, which left kind of... Which meant they had three up top, which is a massive problem, which meant our wing-backs had to be in the back five, otherwise it was like a three-on-three. Three. So the wing-backs had to go back which meant that there was very little connect and then their midfield was really good. So there was like very little connection between our forwards and our defence. And there was like, sometimes there was this huge gap where we were playing with like a back five and Simon Palmer were like dropping into it as well. So we were playing with this like back seven and then he had three up top and this massive gap and the distribution was just um, like Quinn or whatever. Quinn? Their captain, who's mm-hmm. the defender, like... She just organised it so that Birmingham just won everything. It yeah. was just like, yeah, it was like absolutely amazing to see them like just completely nullify a really threatening attacking line. Yeah, they just, they just, yeah, they made it look yeah. really difficult for our players. Um, they yeah. did, they did. I think it was, yeah, I think, I think if one of our players had just done something amazing early on. I do think like some of the times Shania Hales was running at goal. Like I think she just should have just run it into the goal. I yeah. genuinely think she could have done that. And there was a few times when she pulled it back, but they dealt with every cross better than us, you know? Yeah. Even if it was in the air, if it was on the floor, they just seemed to have it. So it's just and like, yeah, it was just packed in their box. They did a really good job of making that back five really effective. and But they seemed to be able to like get out with it as well. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. They were they were just really good, and we struggled, and n- nobody did something special, which is what has happened every every time we need to this season. Someone's done something special, scored a great goal, or done something individual to make the game ours, and just no one was able to do it. Yeah, and we went went clinical when we had those sort of brief flashes of um, you know brilliance, like I think in the first half. And Palmer put a ball into, I think it was Abby Harrison. And um, I can't really remember what happened <laughs> after that, but it was, there was a, it was a chance, but it was a sort of half chance. And there's lots of half chance. And there was some nice moments when we were, where like um, Powell and Morgan were um, linking up on the right side. Um, but yeah, as you say, Shania Hales was, was looking, looking dangerous in the first half. But um they were also quite dangerous they had a couple of chances in the first half when they they sort of dribbled <laughs> the ball not dribbled but it sort of flashed very slowly across in front of the goal yeah like um, right across the goal about like inches away from the goal line yeah um and they didn't have a player there to just sort of blow it in mm. um which yeah. is what all it needed a little a little yeah. a little toe toe mind in. you saying that nobody kind of stepped up in that way Abby Harrison did score. It was a really nice finish as well. It was a beautiful finish, but it was. Uh, I mean, it looked onside from where it, I it was. It was offside, wasn't it? I um, was. I we'll, was sitting. But we'll the, have a look at the VT. We, we will, but that that the um 
the person we talked to um, in the car park or the bike park actually mm. um, was um, was ve- had a you know very certain that it was <laughs> that it was offside. It was offside. Um, oh, so okay. I'm you know well, never mind. But it's it is a shame. And I thought Harrison, she looked frustrated today. I know sometimes she can often look frustrated, but I thought she looked she looked kind of particularly frustrated frustrated today and was unable to sort of get herself out of a funk. There was a lot of sort of funk going on, wasn't there, in the in the team. And it's they, they couldn't quite... I think quite you and I kind of disagree on this one. So mm-hmm. I think you see the funk and you're like, you see it. Whereas I see the funk and I still think they play really well. I think that's kind of their... But not today. ...driver. Are you talking about I think, you know, Abby the, Harrison? Like, Abby Harrison often looks very frustrated and then she'll use... And then she'll just do something brilliant. That's kind of how she plays, I think. Like, if it's not going perfectly for her, she'll complain about it. And, like, she kind of gets herself kind of angry and gets herself kind of riled up and that's kind of where her competitiveness comes from and I think Ella Powell often looks like frustrated if things aren't you know they're very like they gesticulate quite a lot they're quite like big personalities and I think Mm. they they're quite easy to read but I I think like yeah yeah I don't know that's just kind of I, I often see that but it doesn't seem to I don't think it necessarily affects their performance I don't think they looked particularly yeah, I don't know. I think they were f- all frustrated that they weren't getting the ball and keeping the ball. Yeah, that must have been a massive frustration. They just didn't keep the ball today. No, it they were. Like... It was very. It was very bad. And I think, yeah, it was just just so many people. I mean, and there's going to be, you know, that happens, doesn't it? When there's so many people who turn up and have a bad day at the office, and it doesn't like bring everybody down. But it's just unfortunate that you know 70% of the team decided to all have that day on the same day on you know quite a I guess quite an exposed stage at Ashton Gate but you know we should say that you perhaps it's no coincidence that this comes after an international break after the team has been um, fragmented had quite a long time away from each other and also after the game at Lewis was was postponed due to um a lot of rain apocalyptic and <laughs> uh, don't say don't say apocalyptic um, not allowed to say apocalyptic weather because come on right you were there it we, wasn't that no we it wasn't that bad it wasn't that you weren't bad. driving it was deeply deeply unpleasant driving I'm sure it was deeply unpleasant but it wasn't I'm just I'm just I'm I'm You're just vetoing apocalyptic weather. Yeah, because of okay. the ob- because what? of the obvious. Biblical. Biblical, same same thing. Biblical rain. It was biblical. It was biblical. Come on. And it was kind of weirdly in in the basin of e- of East Sussex, but but we did I think that possibly had a you know, had a impact on the momentum of the team that we've we've had quite a lot of a break and coming back after you know a fairly long international break where the players are you know within a different team Mm. really in a different team environment which is good for the players who've gone I suppose but for the ones who've stayed yeah it must be difficult to manage and it's quite unique to women's football isn't it because there's essentially it's 50-50 isn't it in terms of international team um, domestic team in terms of the amount of time you spend yeah, women's football has a lot of international breaks, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and are we going to talk about the elephant in the room? The elephant in the room. All I'm going to say is I wonder if Birmingham um, were able to play 
as well because they feel comfortable playing in large, mostly empty stadiums. Interesting. So they play in large, mostly empty stadiums. They play their home games at St. Andrews. Yeah, and what sort of crowd do they get? Well, not a lot. Yeah, so they were fine with it. They they certainly don't get any more than was the here today, I'd yeah. imagine. Whereas we play at a small, bespoke, beautiful ground. Training ground, which feels like home. Absolutely. Uh, we play there and we play brilliantly there and everybody loves it and it's really, really, really fun. And then every now and then we have to play Ashton Gate. And um, yeah. And it's, it's not... a bit weird. It is, it is a bit weird. And I think, you know, from the fans' perspective, obviously we spoke about it before in, at the Southampton game or from you know not even I'm not going to speak for all fans but from my 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 perspective it's it feels the atmosphere well it doesn't really have an atmosphere it's quite it feels empty it feels flat it's a a reminder of the status of women's football vis-a-vis men's football because you're in a in a place where you that you can't fill um, you can't get all those bums on those seats. And, you know, I imagine that must affect the players on some level, like going and playing at a, quote, men's stadium and and it not being as full and looking at the empty seats. Um, I, I don't know, but it's it must be a factor on some level if, if that's how the supporters feel, the, the regular supporters feel a bit, you know, oh, you know, okay, we'll go to Ashton Gate and... Um, a bit, a bit unwilling to do that. A bit, um, obviously, going to go because we want to watch the team. We want to watch the team play, but it's not as good an experience. No, it's not. It's not really at all, is it? It's, it's. In fact, it's a different experience. It's not really. It's not going to watch the football in the sense of, like, it's more of a. It's like an away day, but without the camaraderie of being in a small group of away fans. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite peculiar, actually, how... Um, mind you, today, it was really nice. I had this woman sat in front of me, and we had a little chat before the game, and then we just kind of continually chit-chatted throughout the match. So that's, like, someone that next time we're at the HPC, I'll be, like, I'll be saying hello to her now. She's kind of... She's part of the... You know, I doubt she'll come and sit with us or whatever, but she was definitely someone who I'll say hello to her now because you know we sat next to one at the game so it's like so that's nice yeah absolutely but and in terms of of like the friendliness of ashton gate we we organized a support uh meet up i say we organized it's hardly hardly a great feat of organization we said to people that we'll be in the coffee lounge at 2 p.m and a few people came um to that and that was nice yeah and you know it's really nice to have it's really nice to have a, a kind of warm place to get a really nice cup of coffee in that sells really lovely coffee at the coffee lounge big fans little chocolate biscuits yeah really nice nice biscuits nice cakes nice sandwiches lots of veggie and vegan options really good in that respect um and it was yeah i'm a big fan of, of of that kind of space um and it's it's very inclusive and it's very welcoming i think for different kinds of of people you know who don't want to go to a pub for example yeah uh, or drink alcohol so um it's you know it's inclusive for younger people too uh but (laughs) outside the coffee bar um 
was a a terrible band i have to say they were just terrible and i'm sorry to say that but it's not my it's not my taste um, it's not your cup of tea is and it? it's it's not actually appropriate either for a women's football match to have four blokes playing covers even if it was a cover of an amy winehouse song because I know that because I, I missed Amy Winehouse completely in the noughties for some reason. I was Cultural doing, moment. I was doing something else, but I was watching Strictly Come Dancing last night and with your mother, with my mother, and you know they danced to Valerie, so I actually knew that song. I was like, oh, it's Valerie, and and hoping, I'm hoping that one day we'll have a a player called Valerie, so we can actually sing that to a player, which would be great, wouldn't it? But it's not a great. It's not. It, <sighs> We're talking about atmosphere and space, aren't we? And taking ownership and occupying space and transforming it and making it your own context and owning that context. And there needs to be a bit of work to make that context really invigorating and appropriate for the supporters at Ashton Gate. And I think possibly for the players as well, by the looks of it, we haven't done well at Ashton Gate in recent years there's uh, in recent the last three games we've played last three games we played um we've lost two and drawn one yeah and I can't actually think I mean HPC I'm not even sure if we've lost two and drawn one in that time that would be quite a I, I don't know that's something to look up isn't it but like so it's just like you know categorically our home form at HPC is way better than our home form at Ashton Gate. Yeah, for sure. For and sure. And is it like so and also like the kind of like the big matches go to Ashton Gate, don't they? So yeah. when we're playing like our hardest opponents, mm. we've put ourselves at the greatest disadvantage. Mm -hmm. That's a bit weird, isn't it? Because mm -hmm. the one time that we did win there, who was it? Blackburn. Yeah. Yeah. So they weren't actually you know, they 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 finished relatively low, I think, in the league. That's actually, do you know what I mean? So it wasn't, it wasn't a disadvantage to us in that respect. Yeah, we need to think. They need to think that about like, that. That's a strategic point there. Like we are putting ourselves at a disadvantage against, you know, last last season against Liverpool, with their massive travelling contingent at home. We would have been a different team at the HPC this year, Southampton, and HPC this year with Birmingham. I think we could have made that significantly more if not intimidating for them oh yeah then it's more about like the encouragement because like actually we don't sing we don't sing we don't at sing Ashton Gate. it's harder we sing at the HPC and actually when you don't sing you start moaning I know and I and then it gets really neggy so yeah. it's just like actually if we'd have just kind of bashed out songs but you can there was like four of us sat in a row you know I'm not gonna I don't I don't like it I don't like singing at Ashton Gate I would do if there was like a thousand people singing with me it yeah. actually just feels a bit weird or 50 50 people or whatever like just more yeah. like just more people all sat together who want to sing a song and people enjoying yeah. it you know because actually at the hpc people if they don't like your singing they just move away and then the people that do like the singing deliberately sit there next time that's what's happened isn't it and we yeah. we like to be around the singers so we'll go and sit next to the singers in that little bit or we'll go and stand there. That's kind of what happens, isn't it? Whereas Ashton Gate, people are kind of in their seats and then they're stuck. Yeah. So if they don't like it, they just kind of, you know. Yeah, it's it's. Or they not... think it's a bit odd. 
yeah, they think it's a bit weird. It's not great. It's it's just yeah. It's it's not. It's yeah. I don't so know. There needs to yeah. There needs to be some kind of thing, some kind of organization that that is in place for the next Ashton Gate game to try and bring some kind of atmosphere, um, both in terms of the stuff that the club put on. They need to reflect on whether it's appropriate to have, you know, four middle-aged men playing rock covers from the 90s and noughties, um, or whether it, you know, might be better to have something a bit more carnivalesque, a bit more participatory, you know, perhaps a samba band, something that captures the the kind of the energy, the spirit that, that brings a bit of a party to the space and, and, and a bit of life and a bit of joy, you know, a bit of joy. Absolutely. So that's, that's sort of my, my suggestion or, you know, missing that, get a feminist punk band and put them on the stage. There's a lot of them in Bristol. There's lots of them. Get all girls, all women, put them on the stage because or just play Beyonce constantly. Yeah. A Beyonce cover band. Oh my God, could you imagine? Or just dancers, anything, anything but... Man band. Yeah. So there's that. And yeah, there's more work to be done around around the singing and the atmosphere because it's... Yeah, but I don't know. It's it's a really hard conundrum to make because it's it's not an easy problem to solve because they're trying to get more exposure for the team and trying to build the audience, it's really hard to do that at the RHPC because of the size of it. But maybe if the RHPC was a bit bigger, it had another stand, it might be a better place. I don't know, it's not my necessarily my problem to solve, but it's not an easy problem to solve. But no. it, as you say, would those results have been different for us had we been playing at the RHPC? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, we've faced our toughest opposition there, haven't we? Recently, wouldn't you say? At Ashton Gate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, it's really hard to measure then, isn't it? Like, yeah, I don't know. It's really, I think that's really difficult to tell. Like, how well we would have done in, if we were playing at our proper home. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's a bit of a like, a, is it an assumption or is it like just wishful thinking? That it's just like Ashton Gate is like a more desirable place, like... Because it to me it just doesn't feel true in any way apart from I can cycle there, which See, is is good, <laughs> which is brilliant. It's absolutely amazing. But like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We could turn over part of Gravel Smythe for uh for match days. You know, a wrecked five hundred seat stand, that sort of thing. That'd be great. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's anyway. It's it was not just, easy. It's a bit so grousey, isn't it? If we it were winning, I'd be like, oh, it was Ashton Gate. It was fun. You know, the time we played Birmingham there and we won, it was like, oh, that was really fun. Yeah. Aggie Beaver Jones did that flick thing. It was really fun. Yes. Yeah. Saw Aggie Beaver Jones say at the end of the match. We and did. I just, I just told her that I hated everything. Yeah. It was um, like, yeah, I hate this. I hate them. Um, yeah. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 she took it well. Yeah. She took so it really well. She no, was no, like, she oh, okay, looking up, looking up, you know. No, she agreed. No, um, yeah, she didn't. She didn't. She think didn't. That was when I. When I didn't say it, obviously didn't say I hated her. No, you didn't. No, you just you kind of explained that Birmingham were a bogey side for us, and that we've uh, seldom beaten them. Well, we've never beaten them at home. That's the other point. It's like we've never, we've never beaten them at home. Yeah. So in the whole time that I've watched them, at least in the league, 
Yeah. I like, have maybe a memory of us playing them in the, in the Conti Cup and perhaps beating them. They beat them. us in the league like 4 0 last week. Last, last yeah, week. I, was, I was actually. That Tanya Oxtoby season. Yeah, I was having a. Actually, just thinking about that, I was coming away from the match of like, oh, uh, you know, it's just like, it's such a familiar feeling yeah. of, of being beaten by Birmingham at home. And yeah. that it's just like a really kind of. It's almost comforting that particular kind of disappointment that it gives you. It's, uh, yeah, that 4 0. That was that was horrible, wasn't it? Was that was there. oh yeah. Was that, that a Carla Ward? That was Carla Ward. That was when Amy Palmer did her leg. Oh, um, it was that horrible in the horrible. middle in the middle of the pandemic. It was probably one of the worst nights of my life. That was, was horrible, wasn't it? It was. It was terrible. It was really it, bad in in Bath City. In Bath City, yeah, it was it was horrible because we had tickets because well, we didn't have tickets. We got press passes. We had press passes, so we sort of you know squeezed in. Yeah. Under the, well, we were covering it. We were covering it, and we made a podcast about it, and we said it was absolutely um, gut wrenching. It was soul destroying, and hearing Amy Palmer scream like that is like that's never left me. No, uh, no, it was the and every time she hurts herself, that's Im- immediately where I go. Yeah. yeah, I go back to that night. Zero to a hundred. Zero. Yeah. Oh God! There she is, writhing about the floor, screaming, yeah. and. Yeah, and and you know Birmingham today they were they were skilled and adept in the dark arts. They were they were being they were play, doing using every single trick in the book, weren't they, to get on our nerves? And they bloody did. They really did. They, they were really they did. were kicking the ball away. They were being awful. Somehow Ella Powell got Ella Ella May Florence Powell EMF Powell EMF Powell got got booked. Yeah, have no idea. Like. No yeah. idea, but whereas shirt pullers, and did you see that when they hit Fionn Morgan in the yeah, face, slap in the slap face. in the face, didn't slap. nothing happened, didn't get a booking for slapping her in the face. It's appalling. Yeah, the ref did not have a good day today. No, he was a brummy, wasn't say. he? Yeah, really poor, really poor. Like, like really, just played right into that disruption that fragmented disruptive way that they were trying to play that fell for it somehow or other he always seemed to make the wrong decision didn't he like he was like play on and then we'd lose it immediately or like we'd be playing and then he'd bring it back and be like oh come on man yeah anyway i just it was a it was a rubbish day it was a bad day it It was was rubbish rubbish day wasn't it it was terrible and there was a downpour on the way as well so did i got you get soaked wet? yeah i just stand under a bus stop for a bit and oh, you know it was Sunday, just oh god it was freezing it was the first time i had been cold at the football oh you did say you were cold quite I a lot i was cold i was really cold actually yeah. i need to get a football coat yep anyway <laughs> you know i've kind of run out to, uh, you know i was really excited in the car coming home today thinking about the game yeah. Thinking we were going to kind of, um, you know, continue quote, quote our Texas, yeah. weren't we? You know, right. we're going to say she has a halo. <laughs> we really do adore her. Talking Who we talk Lauren. about, Lauren Smith. Yeah, we still we still adore. We do, but we I, still you know, I was just like, come on, that Obviously. was going to be really funny. That was going to be great because we're going to masterminded another win. But no, we and lost. We'd be top we of the actually table. lost. We lost to Birmingham. We're no no longer top of the league. We're we're behind the fake team with no fans, and everyone just looked sad. Everyone did look sad. All the players looked sad. They looked fed up. They looked sad. We haven't even said Emily Syme did hit the bar, so she nearly did score. I think we nearly we I hit think the bar. We hit the woodwork twice. We did hit the woodwork twice, but. Say lovey. 
C'est la vie. Yeah, it was rubbish. That's all you can say about it. So, really. But bad day out. Bad, bad day out of the football. And but actually, lots of people are still going to come to the HPC next time we play there, aren't they? I hope so. I think that's the main thing. Is It's come along to the HPC. It's it's a better experience. It's We need you there. The team needs you there. The team needs you there at Ashton Gate. The team always needs you. Get behind the girls. That's what we... You know, win, win, lose or draw, we'll always be here. You know, unfortunately for them, fortunately, unfortunately, not getting rid of us ever. We'll always support you. Yeah, I so think you have to leave if you want to get away. And then even still, we'll follow your career. And <laughs> religiously. <laughs> um, and know everything about you. Absolutely. Now it's we've uh, now we've got into middle names as well. Exactly. A new low. Um, but well, we, talk about, we didn't say how great Le- Leah Cataldo was, did we? Oh, I think I was going to, and then Sanjay did something That weird. was the other person who I thought played very so well today. So, Leah Cataldo Ella Powell. Ella MF Powell. Yeah. Ella yeah. Powell. Those two did play really well. And, no, we did talk about this, because I said Shania Hills played for, well in the first half. There we so go. I think so that needs there was some good, some good, some good performances, but... Maddie Wilde came on, did well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think I was right. sat next to her dad. You were sat next to her dad, and Possibly, because we there was a Welshman calling her, like, fluffy or something, and I thought... <laughs> I just thought to myself, Christ, I hope you're her dad. <laughs> or at least some sort of relation, because otherwise I'm going to have to report you. <laughs> I'm sure. Come and, on, um, fluffs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It was it was great. He was lovely. Yeah, he did seem nice. And we were <laughs> sat in front of, I think, the husband. Um, the husband. Kieran Bull. Kieran Bull, who, who Shahan knew his name. And Shahan I knew his name because he's a bit of a kind of, um, he's like, he's into social media, isn't he, he Shahan? Is, he is. So he I'm knew, really not. He knows what everyone's spouse is called. Yes. And you uh, would have known that though, wouldn't you? If no, it was I like a pub quiz. No. Like, what's the name of Chloe Bull's husband? Yeah, I think you would have got it. Oh. I'll, I'll ask d- you in a few weeks when in you've a few forgotten weeks. about this. <laughs> See if I you didn't know, know now. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how the same again. I'll be like, "What are Ella Powell's middle names?" I'm not going to remember You're Ella gonna... May Florence because that's nice. That is it's nice, lovely. In fact, it? it's the same, um, same mid, same as my middle name. You've actually. got the middle name May. How about you? Yeah, but with a, with a Y, not an E. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> best thing, best thing to say about today's um, performance is the discovery of Ella's middle names via Google. But next, we've got, very briefly, so we've been talking absolute nonsense for about... It's too long, isn't it? For too it? long, yeah. and it's... I hope you can edit some bits out, actually. No, you don't yeah. do that anymore, I'm, do you? I'm just going to... I'm just going to do busy to edit. I mean, it, we listened to The Guardian weekly this morning. Very poor. Very poor. I mean, I think these like, production values are much more... They're great. Much yeah, better. You do a great job, considering we're just sat in our living room now. With the pets. With the pets, yeah. Um, but... Next, we've got Charlton in the Continental Cup. Okay. So hoping, you know, start for Tiana Tizer. Why yeah. not? Why Let's not? see some of the other players get in a little bit. Yeah. And then, um, actually, this is kind of sad because this was potentially another reason it was sad. It was kind of the last home game of the season, um, home game of yeah. the year, um, unless we get a home draw in the FA Cup. Yeah. So, so we're when's do you know when the draw is? The draw will be next week. No, the, way. no, not next week. The the, the week after because the, the the cups have been the ties have been played next weekend. Ah. So we shall know. You know, we keep keep an yeah, eye we out are, for that We are we are sort of we are on tenterhooks about. I that, want aren't we? To, I want a local away or a home. Well, you know, 
we've got a party to go to. Anyway, that's okay, beforehand. Right, so yeah, I'm just hoping got, it's yeah. a home game. Okay. So we could potentially do both. Um, not that anyone knows about the parties, but whatever. So it's just a, it's fine. Th- it's fine. I so just, it's yeah. it's potentially the last home game of the season. So it's it's last home game of the year. So it's doubly sad that we didn't didn't win but we do have one more game in the league which is against Durham away on the 4th of December you're not going to that no I'm not going to that I have thought about it a lot but I'm I'm not going to go because it's just it would be too much for me to go to Durham even though I really 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 want to go to Durham um yeah but it's ridiculous so that's the last home game so hopefully we'll finish the season on a high in that respect this the year on a high but (laughs) You're not entirely sure what's happening, are you? I'm not. But and then yeah, Charlton in the Conti Cup, Durham away in the league, and then Lewis FA Cup fixture on the 11th, and then Lewis in the Conti Cup, which is just a weird Friday night in Lewis. It's it's a weird end of the season. So you'd think maybe with the World Cup on, there was an opportunity there to schedule schedule some some league games. But you know, I'm sure there's some reasoning behind it. So that's the end of that. So. Um, all that's left to say mm. is we'll just have to see what happens with those games because you know today's just put a cat among the pigeons, hasn't it? In it terms of, of of where the hell are we after we were so convinced that we were going to win everything and be fabulous, and I still think we're going to win everything and be fabulous, and we are fabulous, and we will win a lot more more games, of course. Um, but get back on the horse. Get back on the horse and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you like it because Twitter might go down so you won't be able to follow us there. Um, so, yeah, follow us on... Don't follow us, just subscribe to the podcast. Hmm. Yeah, know. that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? And, um, yeah, hmm. why not make your own podcast as well about this podcast? Make it really... Yeah. Like meta. I yeah, think. that would be great, yeah. Um, so... That's it from us. Thanks for listening. If you managed to get to the end, well, congratulations more than anything, really. If you managed to get through the game and then this, you deserve a medal. <laughs> you, you, you truly do. So we might do. Well, we will do. We'll do an end of season. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Oh, it's late. It's late. It's been a long it's day. It's not. It's about eight o'clock. I know. It's late. Late in my brain. Okay. Um, Should we? Yeah, we're going. We'll do an end of perhaps do an end of year, year. episode after. The Lewis match. Lewis, yeah. Um, just to, to wrap things up. Been Nat Brown. And I've been DM Withers, and you've been listening to the Bristol City Vixen Cast. Mm-hmm.